a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. It's that time, top of the hour, time to think again about what we think we know about things and, uh, Governor Spencer Cox and his administration are a little over 100 days and 12 hours, I think, into the administration. And if you think you know the governor, what he's building, the culture he's creating, I'm going to invite you in the next few minutes to think again. And we're very pleased to have joining us on the line, Governor Spencer Cox. Governor, thanks for uh, jumping back on. It seems like you were just on the radio. I, th- I think I was, boys. I'm going to get tired of, of listening to me, but I appreciate the invite. It's great to be with you. Well, one of the first things you did uh, as governor was uh, issue a, a memo that was kind of how you see the world. And it was a, a list of 19 principles, really, uh, that I think formed the foundation of the, the culture. Uh, culture is the hardest thing to create in an organization, easiest thing to lose. Uh, I'm one of those guys who believes culture eats strategy for breakfast uh, but I want to go through some of these 19 points that uh, you laid out as you began your administration and, and see where we are and, and how things are, are moving forward. And, and number one, I think, uh, uh, is not just a single trust, but it's a trust, trust, trust uh, is really the issue. Tell us about how you're incorporating that into the new administration. Well, thanks, boy. You're right. And I agree. Uh, culture does eat strategy for breakfast. And uh, and we're lucky because when you create an, a new administration, you are creating something new. And I felt it was so important to share with them from day one what I expected and, and, and what I, you know, the, the kind of standards we would hold them to. And, and at the top of that, if I only had one thing to share with them, it would be this. And that is that trust is the currency of government. We can only do what we need to do for the people if they trust us. And if we lose that trust, then then we're done. And and so I, I've thought a lot about trust over the years. I've studied trust. I've read about trust. And um, this Edelman study that came out uh, a while ago comes out every year. But yeah. but they they look at trust in institutions. And this year they decided to focus. Uh, they decided to try to define trust, and they defined it as uh, as um, competency plus ethical behavior. Those are the two things that have to be there for trust. And so for, for my team, what that means is we have to be really good at what we do. I, and so I've tried to, to bring and hire the best people um, in, in their areas of expertise. But, but then we also have to, be, we have to be good at what we do, and you have to be good. You have to be a good person. Yeah. And, and that's the ethical behavior part. And when you put those two things together, there's a recipe for success and a recipe for people to, uh, to trust us and, yeah. and allow us to do the things we need 
need to do. Yeah. One of the other principles that you shared uh, with your team uh, was one you actually uh, learned uh, from your dad uh, in a Little League baseball game. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, this was this was number three. But uh, look, we all make mistakes in everything we do, and especially in government. And, and what I shared with them is, I want our mistakes to be mistakes of commission, not not omission. In that, I, I want us to be doing things. Um, and and so I, I shared this example when I was a kid. My dad was awesome. He coached me a lot. In, and this was in baseball. And I remember he, he was always very kind with me whenever I'd make. I make a mistake, but he got mad at me one time uh, when I struck out. And I'm like, Dad, you haven't gotten mad at me before. And, and he said, that's because you struck out looking this time. Um, he said, I don't care if you strike out, but you better strike out swinging. And and I, I've always felt that way about leadership and about what we're trying to do. I would rather make a mistake because we tried too hard than because we did nothing. Yeah, and that's, that's so true. Uh, I, I detest waste in any organization. And the, and the biggest waste that I hate most is the waste of opportunity or talent or opportunity for impact and uh, I think that's uh, taking that swing is is critical I want to jump to, to number 11 uh, on your list here governor it's uh, something you picked up from uh, former governor Mike Levitt uh, advocating a really important question about are we leading the people or managing the government give us some more insight there yeah, well, Governor Levitt has, has been a, a great mentor and a, and a friend, and and this is something that that really mattered to him. He said, you know, we should we should always ask ourselves: Are the decisions we're we're making actually going to help the people and inspire them? Um, if we're just managing government, you know, kind of think of, of you know shuffling the deck chairs on the Titanic, right? That that's that's not what we should be doing. Um, and and you talked, you just said one of the things you hate most is waste, and uh, and and we're if we're wasting political capital on managing government, we're doing it wrong. So let's let's do the right things. Let's make a difference, but let's not just manage government. If that's what they're doing, then uh, then let somebody else do the job. Yeah. All right. I want to jump. Uh, actually, I want to. We're going to sneak this in. We're going to sneak two in real fast here, Governor. Uh, okay. num- number thirteen. Uh, you described uh, someone in uh, Fairview uh, when you were mayor, and uh, one of the employees uh, taught you a lesson about how they should think about what they're doing. Yeah. So uh, this was my first day as mayor of Fairview. I only had six employees, and one of my employees told me that every day he he thinks about the widow Madsen. Um, she, uh, in fact, I ran into widow Madsen just last week. I haven't seen her for a couple of years, and uh, she she's someone who lives on a fixed income. Um, her husband passed away many years ago, uh, and and he asked himself, would she be happy with the, the decisions I'm making today, today, especially around the budget? Um, would 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 her you know the widow's might that we're spending? Um, are we spending it in the right way? And, and that's been important to me to think of, to, to not waste taxpayer dollars. Uh, awesome. And we'll round out today and uh, let you go on your way, uh, Governor, uh, by your final one, number 19, uh, which I love the framing of this. It's only three words. <laughs> So this is this is the shortest of all of them. It's the last one. I don't know why I ended on nineteen or twenty. I just <laughs> these, these just came off the top of my head. I just threw them on a paper and sent them out. But um, the, the last one is this, and, and it's uh, be recklessly good. Um, and and I think we we just need more goodness. If you're going to make a mistake, let's err on the side of grace and kindness and and doing good. And so uh, that's that's kind of our motto in our administration is be recklessly good. Love that. Uh, Governor Spencer Cox joining us 100 days and about 12 hours. I'll, I'll, I'll ask uh, our friend Mike Maurer to give us an actual count a little later in the day uh, <laughs> as things go. But we appreciate you joining us today, Governor, and uh, wish you continued success. Uh, important for the state 
so many big things ahead, uh, and the culture that you're creating in the government uh, will empower and enable a lot of those things to happen. Thank you, Boyd. It's great to talk with you. Have a have a wonderful day. All right. Uh, again, that's Spencer Cox, uh, governor, joining us. And uh, I love the fact that he put these things down on paper, and uh, he's been very clear, hey, we're not perfect on this, but these are some principles that will help us create a culture that will help us drive outcomes uh, and results for the people of the state. And I think that's important. I think it's important in any organization that you have a, a real clear set of here, here's our operating behaviors. Here's the things that we value. Uh, as I said uh, early on, uh, culture is the hardest thing to create in an organization, and it's the easiest thing uh, to lose if you're not careful. And uh, I still believe that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Uh, I've seen way too many companies who had great strategy, great product, even great people, uh, and they got whacked uh, because they had no culture or they didn't have a set of principles that were driving the culture and elevating the behavior. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to be joined by Derek Miller from the Chamber of Commerce. Utah is at the top of the heap again, according to the Wall Street Journal. Find out what sector we're leading now. Coming up next on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.